it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Good afternoon, good morning. It is episode 42 of Powered4.tv Big Fight Weekly with myself, Stuart Palmer, and my co-host and cousin, Chris Hume. How are we this week, Chris? How are things? Yeah, not bad, you know. Got the Christmas jumper on for Christmas Wait, jumper day, you know. More- more festive than me, but the trees in the back, as you can see there. I'll just move this. I always put it on. There's my it. festive edition there. You're wearing the jumper. I'll have the tree in shot. Absolutely. And Chris, the first portion of the show is UFC heavy because we've got the huge 269 card headline by the lightweight title showdown between Charles Oliveira and Dustin Poirier. We're going to talk about the undercard in a little bit, but we've got to yeah. put a lot of focus on this. I... I'm not sure who's going to win this one. I am torn, mate. I'm torn between who it will be. I'm sure you've got a lot of stuff to say on this one. But, yeah, I can't pick. I can't pick. I'm sitting on the fence, Chris. I, you know, I mean, it's, it's a hard one, isn't it? Because I think, uh, you know, we've, let, let's highlight Charles Oliveira. Uh, you know, firstly, you know, he's the champion. Um, he's come on like leaps and brown, leaps and browns, leaps and bounds. Uh, you know, the last couple of years, and he, uh, you know, cemented himself as the best at lightweight. You know, a couple of months ago, he beat Michael Chadler. You know, he had to go through a bit of adversity, didn't he? he got dropped, and probably what the last couple of minutes of the first round. And Michael Chandler does what Michael Chandler does, and he swarmed on him. Um, probably, I think at that point, punched himself out. Um, Second round, then you saw the, the skill set that's different for Charles Oliveira. Uh, his stand up, you know, I mean, wasn't always the best when he first came to UFC, predominantly was known as the, the jiu jitsu guy, wasn't he? Um, you know, and let's not knock that because you know, being a jiu jitsu guy, you do it, he's probably one of the best in, in, in UFC. Um, but he's come leaps and bounds, and you know. He took he, he knocked down Michael Chandler with a, a with a cross, you know, a left cross, mm. um, and uh, you know finished the fight that way. Which you know, he's like I say, he's come on so much, um, and I think people struggle with him because he can throw that left cross, um, you know, and probably keep his hips up open a bit because people are afraid to sort of like they could sort of duck that uh, left cross and take him down. But when you're taking Charles Oliveira down. You know what I mean? You're in his world then. And I think he can relax and sit back a bit when he's throwing his strikes. You know, not too relaxed, obviously, because you don't want to get caught yourself. But he can relax knowing that, you know, 
he can he can throw a, f- a few punches here and there and not have that worry that someone's going to take him down because you don't want to be you know you don't want to be on top of him or you don't want him on this on your back because you know he's like he's like an anaconda and he, you know what I mean he'll find a way to submit you and he, like I say he's one of the best in the UFC with, with jiu-jitsu and I think he's got most wins in UFC with submissions as well um it's an interesting fight and it's it is really like a tale of uh, you know, Dustin Poirier's cardio, Dustin Poirier's heart, you know, all that shit he had to go through with Conor McGregor. Um, you know, he silenced Conor McGregor, let's just say, in the last two fights completely, showed his heart, his desire, you know, from going from the Khabib fight as well. You know, that's no loss that you can sort of hang your head in shame is because it's Khabib and Omega Madoff and he does that to everybody, shuts everything down that they're mm-hmm. really good at and, you know, in, sort of embodies himself and controls the fight. But he, he, again, is another fighter that's come a long way. Had a lot of ups and downs here. Moved up to lightweight. Lost that one fight against Michael Johnson. Um, and then, you know, took took his career by you know, the scruff of the neck and shot up the rankings. Okay, he's lost to Khabib, but he's beaten everybody else, Stuart, in that division. It's, well, everybody, nearly everybody else. I think it's, it's well, it, it, it was, I think it's good that he's been in there with Khabib in mm. terms of, you know, Oliveira's ground game being so strong. Uh, I, I just, I can't, I'm, I'm a bit like Switzerland, Chris. And, you know, the commenters, the viewers might sit around and say, Stu, just pick someone, don't sit on the fence. But yeah. you cannot, you cannot knock Poirier's power, can you, in the same token? No, no, not at all. It um, is bang, he will bang. And the thing is, and you're right there, because as much as Oliveira and I, I have just stated about how he's got better, and his stand-up's much better, a bit more oiled than it was when he first came into the UFC, mm-hmm. He is a bit chinny himself and he has, you know, does have the tendencies to get caught. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think I think they're quite close when it comes to reach as well. So there's no like a reach advantage per se. Um, but you know, Poirier has got that power and he's got that step in um right hook cross. Um that seems to, you know, really put a lot of people on the back foot. You saw it against Conor McGregor, you saw it against Dan Hooker, saw it against Justin Gaethje, you know, and that, you know, listen, you know. Conor McGregor's a war, but more of a mental war, where Dan Hooker and Justin Gaethje fights do were an actual war for mm. uh, Dustin Poirier, you know, mentally as well as physically. And, you know, and he went through the wars with both of them. You know, let's, let's say as well, Eddie Alvarez, he went through the wars twice with Eddie Alvarez. Um, he's, he's incredible. And, you know, I mean, you've got to tip your hat to Dustin Poirier. You know, he's gone through so much adversity himself. And you've got two humble guys that, you know, they're not really horrible to each other at the press conference. I did watch it this morning. Um, they were, you know, you know, nice as, as you can be without, you know, sounding too much of a bit of a flake. But they're two humble guys that I think a lot of people can get behind. And I don't think too many people would be disappointed who wins these fights, of these two, who wins the fight. Because, you know, they're such good guys and you know that they, they can carry on the title, you know, and people would be happy with them being a champion. It doesn't have to be. Doesn't have to be a war of words. Sometimes, no. You know, it, it sells itself. Those two, you know, they're marquee names in the division. You know, there's a lot of marquee names at 155 as we've stayed weeks to weeks. But sometimes you don't need. There needs to be a war of a war of attrition in in the words. Does it sometimes, Chris? We do like it sometimes. Hmm. It does yeah. set. It does set the table. But yeah, very uh, very relaxed. I think on this one, Poirier, Poirier with McGregor. It did get a bit heated, didn't it? You know, the last yeah, couple you of knew, times. It's a Con McGregor, though, isn't it? That that's you know that's yeah. his forte, isn't it? As much as it was once good, not so much good now mm. because it, it's not as smart. But let's forget Con- about Con McGregor. It, right, 
just to go off on we're staying in the division for a minute. Now I read yeah. comments about Khabib saying Dariush or Makachev will carry the division going forward. They've got all the tools to beat these two. Do you mm -hmm. think he's right saying that? Because it's still lightweight. It still encapsulates lightweight, and it's yeah, quite yeah. a current current thing. I'm sure you read what he was saying. Do those two pose a problem for the winner of this? Or the loser? Uh, yeah. Listen, you, you, the, the the guy who was the king of the division for so long, and yet, okay, we would have wished that Khabib stayed longer because obviously we've spoke about this many matchups that we wanted him to still mm. have. But I think uh, Daush is um, another guy who's gone through a lot of, you know, hard fights and found himself really put a lot of effort in now. And you see in his last fights against Tony Ferguson, you know, and destroy Tony Ferguson, make Tony Ferguson look ordinary. Okay, Tony Ferguson hasn't looked great for a couple of years now, but, you know, he's still a big, big name to beat and a hard guy to beat. Um, Makachev, Makachev, we're just seeing the glimpses of what he can do against the, the, the bigger opposition. Dan Hooker took him down, isolated the arm, uh, you know, and got the submission, could have broke the arm if he really wanted to. Obviously, he's not going to do that. Um, it, it, it's if and buts. It depends because, you know, one night, you know, Makachev could say he beats Dalrouge, gets a title shot, and say Dustin Poirier is the champion, just for argument's sake here, you know, is an example. And he has a really poor night and Dustin Poirier finishes him. <laughs> right. It's hard to say. I'm going to spin it back now. Who wins? Who wins out of these two? I'm going to ask yeah. you now. I think it's going to be heart and head with you here. I think I think you could you obviously made a case for both and what they can do stylistically and how they could yeah. you know trouble the opposition, trouble the fighter. If I had to you know say put some money down, where who wins? Who wins, Chris? That's what I'm going to ask. Actually, it's, 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 it's a tough one. It's a really tough one because mm. I quite think they're quite evenly matched. Not mm. on the ground, obviously not on the ground, okay? Because that's uh, Oliveira's world. But I, I think that Oliveira. Can capsulate that uh, the, the stand-up he's had and how, how good it's gotten, and look how good he was against Michael Chandler. Even though you know he did get dropped, and you know I mean he, he did get almost finished to a degree. Um, Dustin Poirier's had some really hard fights with Conor McGregor, Gaethje, Adi Alvarez. If I'm push comes to shove, I'm I'm going to stick with the champion. Uh, I, I think that Charles Oliveira. Mm. If he cannot, if he doesn't get caught by the, the power mm. and the speed of Dustin Poirier, um, I think he can use a different lot of assets with leg kicks. Um, using that again, that left cross that seems to trouble a lot of people when he throws it, and not have that panic that he's going to be taken down. Because mm. if I think if Dustin Poirier goes for a double leg, he's going to get, you know, he's going to get caught cold with the jujitsu, you know, the jujitsu um, game of Charles Oliveira. I, I'm going with Charles Oliveira. I just think That's that. He's yep. he's the man at the moment, and I think that he's he's getting better and better. We needed a bit of balance, Chris, because I'm sitting on the fence, which I do tend to do quite a lot. So I needed, I just needed you to see. I thought, I thought, I thought Oliveira from you, absolutely. Hey, Chris, also, yeah, I'm colour coded like a Christmas tree. I look like a great big alpine, and then I got the star on top. I just noticed that. Christmas, know Christmas tree at the back, Christmas tree at the front, colour wise, <laughs> colour wise. A ball's up, a ball's up there, mate. A ball's up there. Uh, anything else to add on this before we move on to one of the pound for pound greatest in the current times, Amanda Nunes and her fight um, against Juliana Pena? Or have we got comments? Have we got we've some got comments? plenty of comments, mate. Uh, Lovely. Plenty of comments. Also, uh, also, sorry, Chris, I'm jumping in. If you've got, no. who, who do you pick? The viewers, the listeners, who do you pick in this one? 
in the title fight? Oliveira or Poirier? And yeah, sorry, Chris. No, uh, well, our big our big friend of the show, uh, Rommel, is uh, he's chimed in, so I'm going to throw him in there. I'm betting on Poirier to win this match. Charles sometimes sometimes has a day off, sometimes not as focused as always until get hit until he gets hit. Chris, I would like to agree with you, but I'm quite doubting Charles now. I'm 60-40 to Dustin, a very close bet. No, it's a good mixture. It's a good mixture, Chris. Yeah. You like you I, like having other people's uh, yeah. you know, opinions, don't you? And of course, where they're do, looking at it and their scenarios. I, I, yeah, and I, I, I don't knock Ramel for going for Dustin Poirier. No. It, it, I can say it's that close between them. Um, you know I mean, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't be disappointed if Dustin Poirier won the title and beats Charles Oliveira. Like mm. I said just before, I think it's a, it's a, it's a title fight that people are quite happy mm. either way, which way it goes. We just want a good fight, don't we? Absolutely, absolutely, we do. We do have other comments from Brett uh, and Dan and Pete, but it all goes to a certain topic we're going to cover a bit further down Stuart so once yeah. we get there I'll pop them up sit tight lads because we will be talking about Fury and Jake Paul Tommy Fury and, and Jake Paul and it being cancelled Woodley coming in so please hang tight we're doing UFC first a bit of boxing and then we will we will get on to Fury and Paul and it being cancelled double champion Amanda Nunes defending her title against Julie Anna Pena Chris this has got to be the widest on the betting odds for me. This is, <sighs> and, and that's no disrespect to Juliana Pena. If she was in there with somebody else and not the pound-for-pound pound queen, I would say she's got a good chance and she's had good performances. But this, this will be the widest on the betting, Chris. Amanda Nunes, it would be the, the greatest shock of all. I think it would, it, you know, it eclipse Buster Douglas versus Tyson this if Juliana Pena won the bout. You know what? Do the ladies' division a world of good if uh, Juliana uh, Pena could win this fight. But if I'm completely honest with you, mate, it's another victim for Amanda Nunes to notch on that belt of who I've beaten. Um, they, they're making out that Juliana Pena is uh, like a, a, a jiu-jitsu king, queen, in her, her eyes, sorry. Um, but she's lost to... Durain, 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 you know who Durain Durandamine is? She's I, do, I, yeah, I do, I do, mate, yeah. And she beat and uh, I know she hasn't really got much ground skills now when I say this, but she beat Pena with a standing guillotine. And they're making out Pena now being this, like, uh, you know, spider of jiu-jitsu. And if she gets Amanda Nunes on the floor, she can submit Amanda Nunes. I don't see that happening. But if you're getting submitted by a kickboxer, you know, a very good kickboxer, don't get me wrong, but really does not have the, the, the skill set they're making out that Julia Pena has on the ground. It worries me, yeah? Uh, her striking, Stuart, is very, very wild. She just makes some really odd noises, like where ladies tennis sort of sort of noises. Um, you'll see that when you watch it. Um, but she's very wild with her strikes, very very wild. And you look across from her is is the queen of the ladies division minus Shevchenko, even though she's beaten Shevchenko twice. May I? Add? I just think this is another victim for Amanda Nunes, and she's going to knock her out. And I think it's going to be very 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 quickly. I think it, I'd be shocked if it gets past round three. I think this is just another bad matchup for uh, for anyone who face, faces Amanda Nunes. I think she's just top dog. There's nobody in the division, either divisions really. Shevchenko, I think, would be mighty close again, but I just think she's better than everybody in bantamweight. Uh, the weight of blow, the weight below that, you know, she's just too good. Um, she's just on top, and I, I can't physically sit here, Stuart, and tell you. 
it, there's, there's anybody that I can look at their rankings in either divisions that Amanda Nunes is a champion of and say that they're going to be a problem. I don't. I think you're best being a ghost when it comes to facing Amanda Nunes and just hiding because she's just, she's just too good. It's, it's only going one way, mate. It's only going one way, this one. It's just no... It's just, and that's no disrespect, you know, Juliana Pena. As you say, you know, Durand, I can't, I can't say a name. can't say a name. Uh, you saying about her jiu-jitsu and, and then she's been taking, you know, she's been taking down herself with... Yeah, yeah, it's just... How can you, how can you, you know, give yourself that plaudit when you've been stopped with that style of offence? So it's, uh, yeah, I just, Chris, who can beat Amanda Nunes? Let's just take Giuliani Pena out of the equation. It's going to take uh, somebody, it's going to take a hybrid, it's going to have to take a prodigy, and I'm not talking BJ Penn, to get yeah. in there. I just, she's not, I don't think there's ever going to be another blemish on that record. She won't get, she won't have five losses on a resume. I don't know. You know, I, you, you, you so would think not. You would think it's not. Just, it's just the trilogy fight with Shevchenko, isn't it, Chris? That's the only feasible option. It's, I just think, yeah, but I just, uh, Nunes that's, is bigger than Shevchenko yeah, in a bad course. point. That's the problem. But I'm just, who else within, do you know what I mean? There isn't that, anyone. What, there isn't anyone. Fight? And that's no disrespect to these MMA fighters, these ladies, you know, they're, they're, no, very, ta- they're very talented. She's just elite. She's elite level elite level and it and it shows doesn't it you can be world class and you're still not elite <laughs> she's she's too good i couldn't i couldn't honestly give you a, no. a name on the top no. of my head that i i feel that it could dethrone the woman unless she could, has a really bad night gets caught and could you know you, that could be the, the only way could you see a call in time on her career because there isn't feasible people there where she can think well this is a test for me do you think she might just call call it a day yeah. after she maybe faces Shevchenko for the third time? It's it's very possible, yeah. um, but she makes a lot of money, Stuart, and you're a double champion, but, and but you're the only one that's stayed a double champion since I, becoming one. I'm sure she's set for life as it is. To oh, be yeah, fair definitely. to her, you know, she oh, draws, yeah. she draws, which is uh, fantastic. Chris, are we moving on to the next match, or are we are you gonna just going to throw in a comment? In? Lovely, lovely. Nunes all the way. I'll scream my lungs out if Penuins. Ramel, like if we're going to term it to like an upset, it was Buster Douglas versus Tyson. I'm putting it on that pedestal. I'm putting it on that pedestal. And I, I agree. I agree. The, I haven't looked at the odds. I normally look at the odds. Mm. But uh, that is going to be the widest one of the night. No question. But I, yeah, definitely. I just like I say, it's another victim for Manda Nunes. Unless she has a really horrid night and gets caught. You know, which it can happen. It can happen in any combat sport. Been, I just, she, yeah, I don't she, see it happening. She's been, crest, she's been cresting that way for so long. It's just, oh, it yeah. just can't. You cannot look past it. And also, UFC mainstay, UFC veteran Kobe, Cody Garbrandt, sorry, against Kai France, Chris, who I'm not too, I didn't know too much about. We spoke about him prior to going on the live. Yeah. Uh, to, to me, I see Co- Cody coming through this one. Yeah, um, I don't, um, and I like that you're going against me because this doesn't happen very often. Um, Kai Kier France is a good kickboxer, very well-rounded in the kickboxing sense. Um, his last fight was back in March uh, against Rogério Abortaren, and he cleared him out, absolutely cleaned him out, um, and he did it f- fantastically. Okay, he's had a lot, he's had a few losses, but not many losses in his UFC career. He's only had two as uh, Kai. Uh, he's been in there with Brandon Moreno-Stewart and only lost by a decision. Okay, it's a unanimous decision, but 
you know, he's, he's been in there with the whole, I uh, say, three rounds with the current champion, uh, Flyweight. Um, you know, that for me is, is a good stead because, you know, you've been in with a high quality person. Um, I just think he's got more about him, Stuart. I, he's had I a think lot this... more fights, Chris. Look how many fights yeah. he's had. Yeah. That's, does that, is that a factor for you? That he's been in, he's doubled, he's over doubled what Cody's done. I know Cody's been in with some of the best, you know, in and around the divisions. But well, that's, that's, that's your argument it, there, mate. Yeah. You've, you've, you've just sort of set your own argument there, really. Uh, because you have it, I'm you just have looking ex- through. I'm just looking you have through. It, you have experience, Stuart, which uh, Kaya France has. And Garbrandt has in the 16 wins, well, the 16 fights he's had, he's had experience as well. Don't forget, he was a champion. He beat Dominic Cruz, who also we're going to speak about in, in, in a short while. Um, you know, he dethroned Dominic Cruz. Don't forget, Dominic Cruz came, was out injured, came back, beat Dillashaw, and then got outsmarted by uh, Cody Garbrandt. And everyone mm-hmm. thought, like, okay, hey, this is the next thing. Problem with, with Cody Garbrandt, Stuart, is he's very, very chinny. And he stands in the pocket and goes to war. It, you know, and nine times out of ten, he loses. But, you know... Okay, against Rafael Sunshaw, he, he knocked him out right on the bell. Yeah. And Sunshaw, um, you know, didn't play to his strengths, which he could have taken Garbrandt down and controlled him that way. Um, he's not a person you want to go toe-to-toe with, but, you know, Rob Font did it in his last fight, Stuart, and we covered that fight, and Rob Font did it perfectly. Um, you know, and he took some cracks from Cody Garbrandt in that fight, and Cody looked a lot better, but this is a difference for dropping from Bantam to flyweight, where they're a lot faster, Stuart. And he's he's had to cut a lot of muscle mass because he's quite a big dude at bantamweight. Uh, you, know, you look at height. You look at height. Five four to five eight, Chris. Because you don't think of Cody as a five eighter. You know, to look no. at him in the cage, and then but he's he's got he's got an inch reach advantage at five foot four. It's mad, isn't it? Mm. It's but mad. that's the way it goes sometimes. Yeah. But I I think I think Kai Kai France is going to win this. I think uh, Cody Gombrandt's very cocky, and I think like I say, I think his chin worries me a lot. Mm. He looked better against Rob Font against you know, but mm-hmm. Rob Font's a very good striker, and also we'll talk about that fight against Aldo in a bit as well. But what a fight I, that I, was! What I, a I, fight! What a performance! Definitely. Absolutely, Chris. To be fair to Cara France, he's had three subs. I know he's had over thirty fights. Mm. Cody, Cody hasn't got any subs on his record there as well. Does he? Does he try and submit him? You know, not go, not go power for power with Cody because we know we can, we know he can ban. Impossible. But Co- know Cody Garbrandt's got a good wrestling base, though, Stuart. So yeah, yeah, be, yeah. 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 I, I, I just wonder if you could maybe adapt and, and maybe change. It's, yeah. it's possible. It's yeah. Possible. Within... I, I, but I think if you watch the conference, there are a bit. Uh, obviously, Kobe Garbrandt and Sean O'Malley had a bit of tit for tat, but obviously, he was uh, m- making out that Kai Kia France um, isn't as smart as him when it comes to the fight. Um, a bit different. I have to disagree because if you look at Cody Garbrandt when he's lost, he hasn't been smart. He stayed in a pocket when he's been getting wobbled, and you know he's got finished because of that. You know, not stepping away, try and cut some angles, move your head out the center line. Mm. He doesn't. He just goes and bangs, which you know is great. Makes a great fight, but in the long run, it doesn't keep your career going. A big, big fight at flyweight, and we will see. We will see who will come through that one. Ramel again from the Philippines. I know it's a uh, quite a bit bit later there, isn't it? Saying that we're on, we're on lunchtime here, so it won't, won't be too late. Cody needs a win big time. He had championship experience, as you've alluded to, Chris. You know, a lot of fights, uh, you know, high level fights as well. But I hope the weight cut doesn't hurt him on fight night. Well, we'll, we'll see tonight when they weigh in. Well, they'll be waiting in. Mm-hmm. 
shortly, I'd imagine. Um, he, I said to you last week, actually, he didn't look really, he didn't look well. But you know, that's obviously he's he's not had sorry, he's not had any water at that point. I think he's had to no, start his body no, no, to no. cut they the drain, weight, they, so. they drain themselves. Yeah. They drain themselves to cut, and it, you know it is going to be tough for him at five foot eight to cut but, to that weight. No question, no question. We will see on the we'll see on the night. Yeah, we'll absolutely, it'll be good. It's good fighting prospect as well, though. It'll be a good, be a good Sarah at that well, one. Well, yeah, but you, you say know, that now. I know a bit more about him. We'll see where Cody Gobrant lands in the flyweight division, won't we? Absolutely, and we look forward to that one. Another absolute stellar bout on the two sixty nine card, and then we got Riley and Pavia versus. I'm going to use the word hybrid, Chris, because of his style and his fighting style. Sean O'Malley, you know, he's become a fan favourite. And he opens up the main card, Chris, as you've put that in the headline. So, yeah, Chris, it's got to be Sean O'Malley in this one, hasn't it? I like Sean O'Malley. Um, not because of the cockiness. I, I like his style. I, I I think it's it's just it's really good. And, and you know, you watch his last fight against Tiago Almeida. Wasn't happy of that knockdown because he could have finished Thomas uh, Tiago, uh, Thomas Almeida loads of times in that fight. Didn't like how it was going to end. Gets him back up, and then you know waits for the like a highlight reel because I suppose he wants to make a statement. And highlight reels make statements, don't they? In fights, people click on it, so you know people want to know who you are. Then um, I think that Sean O'Malley's just got more finesse. Um, you know, we can use his teak kicks, uh, going high with wheel kicks as well. If you notice, he likes his wheel kick. There's a uh, Sean O'Malley, uh, Pavar, uh, he's got power, but I don't think it's enough power to knock out Sean O'Malley. I don't think Sean O'Malley is, is as chinny as what people would say. Um, but then I haven't seen him against a really big power puncher per se yet, and we haven't seen him be tested in the top half, like the top 10. We need to see where Sean O'Malley's uh, skill set level is. Um, these are winnable fights for Sean O'Malley. I want to see him up against the, the you know, the Dominic Cruises, the Jose Aldos, Frank Yeggers, the seasoned veteran Stuart that really can push him, and we can see how high the ceiling is for Sean O'Malley. So this fight, you know, he, he, do you think he maybe could have been taking on someone a bit better rather than taking this one, or is this just to keep himself going? Also, also with Sean O'Malley, he's just so loose in there, Chris. Yeah, yeah, very he's very, he's very relaxed, isn't he? You know, and nobody, nobody's fighting his way, his style at all. But yeah, do you think this one is just a tune-up to get him ready, or could he have had a bigger fight sooner? I, I think he's he's doing the right way. I think it's like, sorry about my dog's barking. Don't worry um, about the dog; it's fine. Um, I think he's like you know, like Tom Aspinall talks about, like he doesn't want big fights straight away. He wants to yeah. earn his minutes. Um, okay, Sean O'Malley's a bit more cockier, and he, you know, he's a bit more lavish should we say with the way he is but i think he's doing the right ways get some minutes get some experience and then you know jump in with the the the, the top half of the division but like i say i think like a jose aldo uh frank yega dominic cruz would be great for him because mm. the veterans and they would push him and i think that these sort of fights would sort of like i say would see where the ceiling is with sean o'malley uh, but I'd hope to think if he, when he wins or if he wins this fight, I'd imagine he will win this fight. I think he's going to KO uh, Paval. Um, I think he's going to do it quite emphatically as well. I, I, I think that he needs a bigger opposition in 2022, Stuart. And then we can yeah. then see where Hope, he goes. Hopefully, hopefully. And that, that will open the main card. What an opening bout for the main card that will be. Get to see Sean O'Malley. You know, everyone's hot on him. Chris, where are we, where are we going next, bud? Uh, hold on two minutes. You're, We're going to so a guy I've, I've just mentioned. 
Dominic Cruz, another veteran, another veteran again. It's Pedro Munoz, Chris, you know, fully aware of Pedro Munoz as yep, well. Yep. And this, this one's on the prelims. Big, big contest. How do you see this one going? I'll put it to you first. Um, I, like, I like Pedro Munoz. He had a really good fight with Josie Aldo not long ago, if you remember rightly. Uh, but Aldo, well, which we'll talk about when we talk about his fight next, um, he used the outside and frustrated Pedro Munoz. And Pedro Munoz, you know, struggled to hit him with the, those power hands you saw that knocked out Kobe Garbrandt last year. I think it was last year when they fought. Um, I like Dominic Cruz Stewart. I love his, his footwork. I'm fascinated with his footwork. Okay, he's been figured out. A few times now, but I find people when the, you're standing in front of Dominic Cruz and his movement is like someone from Bully Grease Lightning, you know what I mean? That fast tippy toe mm. moving back and forwards, but it's so agile and it's so complicated to work out. If you're trying to strike or cut a, cut a corner with Dominic Cruz, he's out the way, he moves. It's, it, I just find his movement and his skill set so fascinating. But I think Dominic Cruz is going to win this, Stuart. I think Dominic Cruz is going to do what Aldo did to Pedro Munoz. He's going to use that outside and he's just going to pick him apart when he comes in, when he comes in with like a sweeping um, sort of jab and then comes over the right with like an overhand right. And, and he catches a lot of people with it. Um, I don't think he's going to take Munoz down because Munoz, again, is a beast with jiu-jitsu. It's I think subs. this is going to be point scoring at, for Dominic Cruz. Look at the goal for the subs. You know, like you say, yeah, like, yeah you're not you're not going to want to go into the murky waters on the ground. But I'm sure, you know, Cruz will be, you know, he's a wily veteran himself. He's not he's not going to be going down there, is he? No, I, I don't think he will. I think what we'll see is what Cruz has always done to people is use that outside, use that footwork, that awkward footwork, and bounce in, bounce out, bounce in, bounce out, and just rack up the points. And I think this will be a unanimous decision for Dominic Cruz. And you know, I love Dominic Cruz. I think he's straight to the point. Uh, I love, I love his commentary, Stuart. I love his analysis. He, he's, he's very good. Probably, yeah, he's very good, good on the stick. He's very good on the stick with his head cell, no yeah. question. Another but I'm, I'm, going with, I'm going with Dominic Cruz with this one, Stuart. But That's, you never know. He could get no. caught. It's it's that there's plenty of permutation to that one, and that's what we want as fight fans. Sometimes we don't want the obvious, and we're gonna move to the results from fight night this past weekend. Chris, I only watched the fight today because I've been working, been busy doing stuff, and what a fight it was, and what a fantastic performance from Jose Aldo, who was a great champion for so many years. Incredible, the King of Rio. yeah. And Rob Font, you know, he's not to be. Sniffed or snuffed that at all, is he? Because no, he's, he's he's a fantastic fighter. But yeah, Aldo, uh, 50-45, 50-45, and a 49-46, Chris, on, on the judges' scorecards. Uh, fantastic. Just what, what a performance. Both men, you know, great warriors in there. There's no question of that. Listen, um, if you go like, go back to the very first round of this fight, Rob Font was in control of this fight. Um, Aldo was... Uh, I wouldn't say frozen because that's Tyron Woodley and we'll get to him. Um, but he, he was struggling to sort of find his sort of mark. Uh, Rob Funt was on the front foot, Stuart, and he was pushing and pushing and pushing him. He was pot shotting him here, pot shotting him there, and he was getting in some really good um, jabs. And then I think it must be like the last minute of the round. Aldo used, well, he always uses this. It's like a one two, but he comes in with the left and, and his right hand comes in like a missile, Stuart. And as soon as he hits Rob Font, Rob Font is like, oh my God. You know, I mean, what is this? And then that was sort of like how it sort of went out for the rest of the rounds. Then Aldo would come in with that one-two, and he would startle Rob Font. Where Rob Font's fallen back, he dropped Rob Font, I think, three times in the fight. 
Um, and luckily for him, that uh, obviously the round was coming to an end when he had him on the ground, the times he had him on the ground. But yeah, this was vintage Josie Aldo. I did go for Rob Font beating him last week as well. But Josie Aldo just proves, even at his age, Stuart, he is still fantastic. And there's still, that, even he quoted saying, you know, I'm 35 and Tajer has won, won a title in his early 40s. Yeah, yeah. They're all kind of they're all kind of like think well you know I can come back come back from a bit of adversity after being so dominant and uh, it it was a great performance Chris I think you know the, the the thing to ask you now which I always like to ask you who next for Jose Aldo um, in terms of you know it was it was fourth versus fifth in this one in the rankings mm-hmm. who would you like who would you like to see Aldo in with next. I have, I'm going to push this against you. I said this, uh, I must have been quite early on in our show when we first started. I still want to see Josie Aldo versus Dominic Cruz. I I really want to see that. You know, I, I would, wouldn't mind seeing Frankie Edgar versus Dominic Cruz, but mm-hmm. I think Edgar's, you know, going towards that out the door sort of situation, mm-hmm. I think, you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, I've got a lot of res- respect for Frankie Edgar. But I, I want to see Aldo versus Cruz. I want to see that matchup. I want to see how that works and pans out with the skill set, the speed of Josie Aldo um, and the awkwardness of Dominic Cruz. You know, they're both in the same division. But unfortunately, Aldo's called out Dillashaw. And that is an interesting fight. Oh, my days. Yeah, that's I'm, got... happy, to, I'm happy to see that one as well. It's a bomb, that's a bomb burner if ever there was one. No question of that. No question of that. Yeah, a fantastic performance from Jose Aldo. Not taking anything away from Rob Font. Chris, no. so you go in just quickly on the judges' scorecards. You had yeah. Font with the you had Font with round one. So the 49 No, 40s. no, 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 no. I, I I I would I would say, Stuart, that Rob Font was winning until Aldo hit him with the one two right. and dropped him. Okay, I've yeah. I've misinterpreted that. No, I thought you you know, because it was a 49-46 on the judges, I thought yeah. you had one round, but no, no, clean sweep on rounds for Aldo. I, might, he would, I think he, if he didn't get dropped, I think he would have yeah, won that round. Yeah, it was his, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, that's absolutely, yeah. I, I, although, again, you know, it could be an Indian summer. You see all these guys who've come back mm-hmm. in, the, in the mid to late 30s, even their 40s, getting title shots, getting titles. So, yeah, it'd be interesting to see how he gets on if it is TJ Dillashaw. Ramel... Cruz versus Aldo has been my dream match since WEC days. Yeah, so you're on the same lines as Chris with that one. I just want to say, Stuart, as well to Brett, uh, Rachel, Steve Monkman, uh, everyone who's in the chat and they're talking, Tommy and Jake, we will get to it, I promise you, yeah. so keep the comments going. I will. We will answer all your comments about it. Absolutely, yeah. Just hang, hang on. It won't be long. Just going to do the boxing. There's quite a bit of boxing to get through and we will give time to Fury and Paul. So there we go. And yes, Anthony Yard versus Lyndon Arthur, the second bout, Chris, the second bout. And uh, yeah, this pitch is actually from the first fight. This is my fault. I've just realised I can tell by the background. <laughs> but there we go. It, it, show, it shows that Yard was, was on top, which he was um, yeah. in the on the second fight. Chris, it was pure. It was just so much better this time round. He pushed it. He was going at him. He was in his face, wasn't he? So much more aggressive from Anthony Yard, which was mm. lacking, which was lacking in the first fight. Because I, I did think he was going to get out Fox with the jab again from Arthur. But my word, what what a performance. And to you know, blow him out in four rounds. And now he is number one contender for the WBO world title. So Anthony Yard will get another heavyweight, not heavyweight, light heavyweight title shot. 
coming up very soon. Joe Smith Jr. has got a fight coming up. He's got to defend the belt. But yeah, Chris, what a performance from Anthony Ard. Uh, mate, um, we spoke about this last week about him using his head movement and, and his feet movement to sort of escape the jab of Lond uh, London Arthur. I uh, mate, he did that from the bell. This, he just went straight at London Arthur and gave him everything. You know, me and I think the pace, the head movement. But he was going and he was going underneath that jab as well. If you watch it, Stuart, he was going underneath with the body with the body punches, and then when under London Arthur sort of threw the jab out, he was going over the top. Of, of the of the jab of London Arthur, so it looked like he's worked on getting past and and through London Arthur's jab, obviously which caused so many problems in their first fight. I think he, he put London Arthur in a back foot from the first round. Sure, I think London Arthur was quite shell shocked. Would you say he couldn't? He just couldn't get in the ascendancy. He just couldn't get it. It was it was incredible. He he was inside so much yard. He closed it. He just closed the distance, and he fought. Far more aggressive. There was hooks coming in. You know, himself, he was using the jab, wasn't he? He was setting the jab. Yeah. He's coming, the hook. It was just so much better. And it was the yard of old because he'd lost his way. You know, he. It, it was no great shame losing to Kovalev. He, he, yeah. he, went, to, he went to Russia. He had some good rounds in Russia. He, he, mm. he put some good rounds in, but then Kovalev worked him, worked him out as that one went on. But uh, what a performance. And, uh, you know, he is one of the best produced in the UK currently. I still maintain that. Yeah, he's had a couple of losses, but he has got power. And I think he is a problem for Joe Smith Jr. When it, you know, If it is that Joe Smith Jr. gets through his next title fight, which I, I do believe he will, um, you know, it's uh, it's now or never for Yard. He's, he's come over and, and he's beaten Arthur after the first loss. And it, it's, it's, it was a fantastic performance. I didn't think the ref was going to stop it, actually. I, I thought, thought that was... Yeah, yeah I thought... Arthur still had the wherewithal. It wasn't like he was mm. scrambled, but I think the towel would have probably come in in the fifth, personally. So you know. he, he took a lot of punches up against the against Steve, the rope, Stewart. Steve, um, you know, Yard Steve, was really putting it, putting through the pace. Steve Gray, he's you know great referee. You know, he's seen it all for years and years. He knows, so yeah, he, he saw something there. But yeah, fantastic, fantastic performance. And uh, yeah, Yard Yard wasn't favourite in that one, or he was slight favourite. Slight favourite for so yeah, absolutely fantastic performance, Chris. Uh well, they're all they're all still talking. Uh, Tommy Fury and I can't wait to get. I can't wait to get to that. I can't wait to get to that. Um, we'll move on, Stuart. And yes, we're just going to preview a huge night tomorrow night at one of the greatest fighting cities in the world, Liverpool, at the arena at the MS Bank Arena. There'll be ten thousand or so in there for that. It's a great, great venue. Great venue. I've been to the wrestling there. Uh, fantastic. And I've uh, got to say, Conor Ben versus Chris Algieri. Chris, me and you are hot on Conor Ben. You know, he, yeah. abso he absolutely dismantled Samuel Vargas with power. You know, Samuel Vargas had many big fights in the mm -hmm. division. Taking on Chris Algieri, who had stepped away. But, you know, he's fought Pacquiao. He's fought Khan. Uh, I think yeah. it's a good it's a good test for Conor. And it's only a matter of time before world honours and, and world, you know, world title shots, isn't it? Surely off the back of this one. Who's um, the champion in... Uh... Hey, are, Chris. Hey, are, Chris. We've got Terence Crawford, <laughs> uh, Errol Spence okay. Jr. How oh, do forget them? They're like, you know, two, two of the best power fans. You, yeah, Gass, yeah. You, you, Gass, as well, is in amongst it. You know, there's Danny Garcia as well. For, but I think, no, Conor Ben off the back of this. He'd be ready. He'd be ready for one of them now. And I know they're elite. I'm going to push you this then. Can he do it against Crawford or Earl Spence? I, obviously, Earl Spence is back. 
it might be a bridge too far yet, that, but someone like a your Dennis Ugas, uh, yeah. it, all de- it all depends on which boxing ball, doesn't it? He's going. I don't know, I brain farted about Crawford and Errol Spence. That's <laughs> terrible on my part. I can only just yeah, roll them off. I, I can roll off the divisions. Like, but yeah. Hard fights. Hard fights are kind of bend up. I didn't like. I didn't like the fact that we were saying, oh, Algeri, you know, he's been out the game. He's doing fitness things and all this sort of stuff. And he's done a bit of punditry. He was on the zone recently as well. Mm. Um, it's it's a good fight. It's a good test for Conor Bennis. It's another fight, you know, just getting... getting the, a bit the minutes, there. isn't it? Yeah, getting yeah, the minutes. I think, I think he, he will, he'll come through that. He will come through that because he's been more active than him. And then Katie Taylor, pound for pound, one of the best, the best women's fighter in the world. She's got all the gold and she's taken on Faruza Sharapova, Chris. In the co-main on Saturday night in Liverpool. So, yeah, another great, great card. And it'd be good to see her defend her gold. And, uh, yeah, you can't look past her. <laughs> I've been watching a little bit of Sharapova. It's uh, Katie Taylor's just by far and away the best. There's no there's no question with that one. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be a good night in Liverpool. There's more, there's more fights on the card as well. But, yeah, these two fights will be really, really good. And uh, there'll be a good atmosphere in there tomorrow night, as always, in the oh, fighting yeah. city of Liverpool. So, yeah, we look forward to that tomorrow night on the zone on Matchroom. Eddie Hearn's Matchroom for that one. And Chris? Right then, Stuart, let's give the people what they want. They're yeah. eager for this because there's so many comments we're right. going to have to get through regards to this. Um, but, yeah, here you go, Brett. This is what you've been wanting. And I obviously go, I put there, Tommy Fury's withdrawn against Jake Paul. Tyra Woodley steps in on short notice to set up the rematch. Um, I'm going to go straight to the comments because there's so many comments for this. Um, I obviously got to start with our the man of always, the Paul Brothers lover, Brett Thomas. What a letdown Tommy was on the Jake fight. His dad said he was that much better than Jake, he could take fight one handed. Boxing should be a shame. Now Jake has to hand UFC another arse whooping. Chris? I, I don't, um, I, I don't agree with you going to hand UFC and about ass whooping because you know you're facing an ex UFC fighter. Yes, an ex welterweight champion and very good in his prime, Tyron Woodley. But you know there is a reason why Tyron Woodley, you know, retired uh, and also got cut from the UFC because he wasn't good enough anymore. Yes, he fought some of the best and he did on his way out fight some of the best. But Tyron Woodley isn't a boxer. Tyron Woodley, you know, he's a power puncher. But mainly a wrestler. Um, but you know, I, I, you know, I mean, I don't agree with you handing UFC another ass whooping because UFC could hand send is, someone in there. Is it legitimate with Tommy, or is he just shocked out of it because he knows he's going to lose? Because that was that was I've been thinking that as soon as this got called off, I've got to be honest. I, I, I I've, I've been veering towards the fact as he pussied out because he knows right. he he's not going to beat him, and I wanted him to win the fight. I'm, I'm, he wasn't going to win the fight. I'm, 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 like, I'm just wondering. I'm just trying to. I'm just well, wondering. I think he might have just said, "No, I'm not. I'm not going to have this because he's going to make me look silly." Maybe. Well, they're, they're all he... they're all pictures out there, Stuart, of his X-ray of his ribs. His ribs yeah. are broken. He did have a chest infection. You know, he's he's come out and said all this. Um, it doesn't help when Tyson Fury, uh, you know, the week before said he could beat, you know, Jake Paul with a broken rib um, if he was ill. Maybe he was alluding to something then, but really was making it you know, as a in and out joke. Um, mm. I don't know. Would you personally want to 
fight on a broken rib because that broken rib could effectively go into your lung, punch your lung, and then you know he's he's you know going to be. Uh, it's hard one to say. I'm disappointed because you know I mean I was really looking forward to me and you spending an hour breaking this down, really you know getting the claws into this fight and really you know what I mean you for boxing. I'm not saying I'm going to be for Jake Paul because I don't think I am. I just see it in a different way. But yeah, disappointed. Yeah, because I if I'm honest and I know. Brett's in the comments. Uh, I'm very, I don't want to see Tyron Woodley versus Jake Paul too. And Jake Paul said that's it. Now he doesn't get another chance. He'll get another chance. I think he will. Frank Warren should do away with Tommy now. Might as well put Tommy's dad in the ring as he seems more up for it than Tommy. Well, no. It, um, no. no. John, John Fury said that it would never happen. Bit old. He's 50 odd years old. Brett, you yeah. know, come on. Come on now. Let's, let's be we'll real here for a minute. Yeah, maybe, maybe verbal sparring. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Will you be doing a special still on Jake Paul fight, Chris? I'll I'll leave that to you. You know, if you want to do submit. Uh well, you know. I, 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 well I'm if I'm honest with you, Brett, I don't really because me I looked at me and Stuart, we thought we could probably give Tommy Fury, Jake Paul, a bigger window of a conversation. But we've already seen Ty, Tyron Woodley versus Jake Paul. And if I'm honest, Brett, you know. Like I know which way this is going. This is going to be another Jake Paul win. I'm not really want to spend too much time on it. I will give you another breakdown. I will do what I do. I do every week. So we'll stew it. Um, I probably won't give it as long because we've already seen this fight. Um, you know, maybe somewhere down the line of Jake Paul versus Tommy Fury again. I do promise you, we will give you a bigger window for it. Did Woodley take a backhander when he had him hurt on the ropes in that first fight? Rumour has it that there was a no knockout clause, but Jake yeah. Paul has put a 500,000 bounce he, on his if, head. Maybe this time, if he lands, it could be, you know, no, Woodley's, Jack, Woodley's frozen, isn't he? He's frozen in time. I, I mean, we know that, we, we, we know that, Chris, but I just feel I'd love to see that, you know. You might, uh, but I, I can't. Uh, no, nah, you, you can't see it, can you? No. Dan Terra Sporting. I feel Tommy has kind of fallen on this one and let us down on the boxing side. But as Chris says, you know, there's an X-ray there which solidifies that he's not pulled out. I, I was still saying, oh, he's pussied out, he's pussied out. This ain't saying much against, against the supposed YouTuber, is it? Jake keeps poking Khan now. I hope he'd be the one to take it. Well, Khan's sort of locked in with Kel Brook at the moment. Brook, so... He's not going to fight a celebrity uh, but I get, YouTuber. I get what Dan's saying. saying. Khan did go the TV he route did say a little some... bit. So he maybe did say something about Jake track. Paul, though. He when, did say something Khan... about Jake yeah, when when Khan's finished with boxing in the professional format, maybe, maybe so, maybe in a, a couple of years or so. I get what Dan's saying, Stuart, though. We all think we all were disappointed. It's, you know what I mean? I, I, oh, I yeah, yeah. John, this... John, John Scott ruined my day. He sent me the bloody link saying it's been cut. Clo the closer it got, the more intriguing it was getting. Because yeah. people are like, people are like, oh, fucking hell, not this. But I, I was starting to get um, like emotionally involved in it. You know, the press yeah, the, yeah. the press the other week, although it was a bit embarrassing on it. You know, Eddie Hearn said that. He said he felt for Frank Warren stuff there yeah. when it was all when they were all effing and Jeffing, but that was one of them on it. Pete Layton. I was reading Ring magazine site and they quote Canelo saying the only big payday he could potentially get is with Jake Paul, but he might get stripped if he takes it. Yeah, he's not gonna. Not a chance. I, 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 he, I he makes he makes he makes a fortune, Canelo. His contracts are like ridiculous. He's one of the best paid. Like, I, 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 and Usman wants that fight, even though I, I don't recommend no, it. But no, I don't not recommend it. it. Not That's a big money you, fight. That's a big money fight. It's not your chosen combat code. It's no, just like, it's not. No, it's not no. for me. 
It's no, and I know we've seen cross promotion over the years to a lesser extent, but bloody hell, it's just the way uh, it's gone. It's the way it's gone. I, I wouldn't crazy. want to see Jake Paul versus no. uh, Canelo. No, I want to see proper guys, you know, in the in their own code doing what they do. Canelo should fight. Sorry, Brett Thomas. Canelo should fight Logan, not Jake. I saw Floyd wipe the floor with Canelo, and Logan took Floyd the whole way. Didn't get beat at all. Logan's height and heart of a lion will beat this Canelo. Not a chance, Brett. Not, no, Brett. Not Brett, in a month sorry, Sunday. Not in I a thousand sorry, years. Not in a thousand years of Sunday. A million years. You could go back to prehistoric times, or we'll go backwards if you want. Not a hope in hell. That man is just like he's different level, and we're gonna see yes. we're gonna see that a light heavyweight where he's going up against the natural light big heavyweights, guy, big boys, and, yeah. and, and he's gonna he's gonna clear he's gonna clear it. Guarantee it. Guarantee. It. Hello, Rachel. Rachel, nice Cornell. to see you, Rachel. Hi, guys. Afternoon, Brett. Disappointed the fight got cancelled. Yeah, it's it, it was just because it was so close. It was so close, and I wasn't I was not as emotionally invested earlier on. And then when the press conference happened and stuff yeah, like that, and we were talking, yeah. I was like, do you know what? I'm going to actually get up at three, four o'clock in the morning to watch this. I was going to do a live. I was going to do a live with Rom for yeah. it. But that, that was the plan. Me and Rom spoke about it, but I don't really want to do one over Woodley, to be honest with you. Ray, Rachel, Chris can tell you all about the UFC people, the UFC yeah. guys. He's, Just have he, to ask. Yeah. Hey, Sai, Sai, Isaac. Bloody hell. Getting tongue tied here. Hello, Tyler T. Isaac. Yes, lads. He's listening to us in the gym in Norwich. He told me um, earlier he'd be in the gym. Go on, lad. Yeah. I hope you're pumping that iron, Isaac. Getting them guns bigger. Steve Mumpman. Glad I found the show this week. I knew Brett would be on here. LOL. Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. Jeez. Okay, let's be fair to him. He's, he's maybe unwell. But why did it come so close to the date of a fight to say this? Look, he was getting mm. hit in the midsection with a medicine ball. Yeah, there was I a video, a video of that. I saw yeah. that. Tyson was having a go. He's getting peppered with that. Maybe that. Maybe that did it. Yeah. I. Well, I, I do agree, though. I do agree. I, I think. I think it's a bit. You know, what I mean, from what I've read, this has been going on for a couple of weeks, Stuart. Uh, this broken rib and this chest infection. It just baffled me in a way why you've waited a week before the fight to say, right? Yeah, I'm, I, I, you know, I, I can't fight. Okay, I've heard that he's tried to sort of train and he's hurt. He got hurt yeah. with a body shot, but if. You're already in that state of mind where you're thinking, I can't do it. Why wait a week? I, I get the argument. Absolutely. Absolutely. Also, Vasily Lomachenko's fighting this weekend at Madison oh, Square right. Garden. But I'll, I'll, I will do that in a minute to schedule it. Tyler T. Isaac, have I missed this slamming Tommy goes to bed with his Teddy Fury? There you go. Yeah, it's been summed up. It's been summed up by Isaac there. He's not happy. He was looking forward to the fight. Jake quoted this. Right, okay. I'm giving Tyrant an extra $500,000 if he can knock me out. It just nips the rumours in the bud and show people that all of my fights have been real, are real, and will continue to be real. Uh, listen, that's an incentive for Tyron Woodley, but can Tyron Woodley knock out Jake Paul? No, he can't. Because Not because he, he hasn't got the power, it's just he can't, he can't throw his strike. You saw mm. it in the first fight. He hesitates and hesitates. And Jake Paul just, you know, used basic boxing skills and jabbed and jabbed him, you know, for the whole, I think it was, it was it eight rounds the last fight. I'm sure it was. Yeah, but, it was yeah. Eight. yeah. 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 Tommy would have got more respect just getting beaten. Back to hair, chill outfits. I don't want to hear his name. And boxing together again. Yeah, that's Isaac done with him now. He's done. He's done for now. It's Tommy with Isaac. He's had enough. Steve Mumpman. Oh, excuse me. 
Yeah, but Woodley isn't a boxer for fuck's sake. Yeah, it's. Yes. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, that's it, that's it. Woodley would beat Tommy anyway, just because Tommy says he's a boxer. You're saying he's real rubbish. I just, we won't know for a while, will we? No. Brett, I got to tell you, Tommy in a boxing fight would beat Tyron. Let's get a boxer in against Jake, please. Okay. Two sides of the argument, you see, which is fine. I agree yeah. with you. I agree with you 100%, Brett. There you go. Hey, Brett. Isaac's with you. Well, nobody is stepping up, are they? You know why? Because they're scared of being dropped by their perception of a YouTube non-boxer like all these so-called boxing officials make him out to be. Right, okay. Yeah. Mm. Pete Layton, Tommy would probably beat him, surely. Woodley is an MMA fighter. Well, yeah, well, he is an MMA fight. That, that's 100%. You got it right there, Pete. Um, I don't know if Tommy would beat Jake. I, I think I had Jake beating Tommy. I think Jake. I think Tommy would have fallen to pieces. I think pressure would have got to him. Um, it just shows you with this injury. I know it's bad, and I know I said about would you fight with a broken rib, but you've got to look at his older brother who fought Dante Wilder with all the shit he went through with his daughter, COVID. You know, he had that weird injury with his knee, his, his elbows as well. And I think it shows a heart of a character. You know, a lot of fighters go into fights injured. You know what I mean? You tell me what fighter goes into a fight 100% fit. Let's see Paul versus you, Bank or Carl, maybe. Uh, no. Mm. no. You get battered, like, no disrespect. They're, just, like, they're, they're very good at what they do. Even Khan coming back in. Mark Lloyd, hello, Mark. I'm a Jake Paul guy now after I saw Tommy take his ball. Honestly, I've done a complete U-turn, and I feel John Fury and Tyson were talking Tommy up. As something he isn't. Tommy looked worried to me. Okay. I don't know. It's it's hard because we haven't seen him get in the ring and fight. We need to see it, don't we? Steve Menton. Brett, I want to see how realistic you are here. If Tyson Fury faced Jake, who wins? <laughs> they are not the same weight, but in WWE, Jake wins. See, he's always got an answer, Brett. He's always, even when you think you've got him... Backed up, backed up, backed yeah. up. He, can come, he comes to something Throws else. Throws a strike back. Does but, that, you know, it's good. It's good. This it's, it's caused the debate, which is great. I like, but I like top, a good debate. Boxing people just love to find any excuse to not Jake. Yeah, but I, look, yeah, I, I, I do. Poor yeah. right then. Put him in with. Put him in with somebody. You put him in with a rank. Francis and Garnu. Yeah, yeah. At least Woodley stepped up. Yeah, to be fair to Woodley, but it's that again, isn't it? Tyron could win now. Listen, uh, Rachel, Tyron can win. Tyron has got to throw some more punches. Tyron's got to move and move his head. Well, his head was actually not too bad in the first fight. He's got to make Jake work. It's, it's okay chasing him around the ring, but not actually throwing something. You know, he hurt Jake, put Jake in the ropes. And what did he do when Jake came back off that ropes? Jake was hurt, didn't do anything. He froze. This is why Tyron Woodley, uh, in his last probably six fights in the US, actually, it was longer than his six fights. Uh, if you want to see how bad Tyron Woodley is, Rachel, type in YouTube, Tyron Woodley versus Damian Meyer. Damian Meyer is a jiu-jitsu guy, not known for striking, and Tyron Woodley made that fight look dreadful because he was refusing to throw a punch. Please, Big Fight Weekly, can we ban Jake Paul, Logan Paul on your show? Chris... I'll let you. I'll let you call that one. I'm. I'm. I'm just gonna stay here for a minute. <laughs> stick. Stick. Stick to my uh, fence. I'll be. I was on the fence at the start, and I'm gonna stay on the fence. Switzerland. Steve. I'm not getting involved. I'm not oh, getting involved. Get off. Chris, get off the fence. No, no. Please, I'll, I'll sit on the fence. It's comfy. You're in I haven't Geneva. Got a... 
Um, I haven't got I haven't got a splinter up my arse yet. The fence is all right. I'll fucking give you a splinter up my arse. <laughs> um, Steve, my friend, look, everyone's got their own opinions. Uh, I'm not a big fan of uh, Jake or Logan Paul either, but, you know, it, it's just fun. Listen to the debate. Everyone's having a good argument, which, you know, no one's having an actual argument properly, but no, it's a nice no. have a debate. Uh, I can't get rid of uh, Jake and Logan Paul unless they get rid of themselves, and then we can stop talking about them. Absolutely. How many more comments on this? Jesus Mate. Christ. Tom was finished years ago. He did I'm a celebrity. Brett, he came back. He came back though. Uh, he did. He's, had, he's had fights. He's had not maybe not to the caliber of what he was doing. Underrated Amir Khan. Always glass chin, glass chin, but he fought. You go through. We went yeah, through his record. We, we went through his record and he went up as well. He fought Canelo. He's fought Crawford. You know, he's fought people. I and love shooting. Mark Lloyd, I love Stu's reaction to the polls on this show. I know it's a fucking circus, Mark. That's why they've turned it in. They've turned it into a fucking circus. I like. Oh, I, fucking, I, I fucking love it. Pure boxing purist, MMA purist. That's that's it. Simple as that. Chris, you have so much knowledge on MMA. You do. Thank he you does. very much, Rachel. I appreciate he's, it. He's, he's like he's like the um, MMA equivalent of Britannica when we used to have the books. There you oh, go. Fucking like massive books, yeah. You had you had them in your house on Park Road, and then it yeah, all went di- then it then it all went digital. You could have it on your on your uh, computer on disc. So there we go. I don't yeah. want to read well, any of that shit though. You can no, Google no, most things no, these it days. It was good. It was good for homework though. It was always handy when you needed it. I was probably. never allowed to touch them. <laughs> I'm sick. I'm training for a white collar fight with Tommy. He'd be scared of you. Got you got the uh, you got the mass. You got the muscle mass up top, Isaac. Thanks, guys, for reading all comments. Not Brett. We will always do that. Chris, you've been really good with that, letting them know that we, you know, we will get to them as well. We'll Listen, always. At the end of the day, people yeah. want to speak about it. I want people to. It's you not. Know, it, have it's their opinions. not. It's not just me and him. It's not just a two-man show. It, you, you are all a part yeah. of it as well, and that's what we like. We love the comments. Jake Paul had to fight. Had to fight with injury. With an injury, shall we say? My only issue with this, Brett, is like, you know, I know Jake Paul's come out and said he's had a fight with a broken nose, a broken wrist, or was it a broken hand? The only thing is, like, I, I can really force myself to back with Tommy Ears. A broken rib's different, isn't it? Because it's neo vital organs, isn't it? You think you say that he went with the fight, Jake Paul goes for a, a body shot, and that, you know, broken rib goes into his lungs, punch, punches his lungs. You don't want to see that at the end of the day. I, I can see some capacity, you know, why people. Uh, angry with Tommy, but you know, there are about half the people I've seen today and I've watched understand, you know, that is a bad injury, but also again, Stuart, people go into fights injured. That's it, it's just part and parcel of the game, like you know, 100%. Also, Merry Xmas, also, Merry Xmas, it's all, it's all when you go live. This is what happens, you see. No, Brett. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas all as you. well. Yeah. Are you are you are you still keeping hydrated, Brett? That's the thing. Yeah. Hope you're looking after yourself. Thanks for all the banter. Yeah, we love banter. It's great. Thanks, Stu and Chris. Not a problem, mate. Not a problem. Rachel calling out. This is making me laugh so much. That's what it's all about, isn't it? Hey, there's no, there's not enough time to be sad and miserable. I keep telling this to people who I know, friends, and that we're not here. We're not here for a long time. Um, you know, right, it, bloody hell. No, no, I'm Priest. not being deep. I'm Do you not want to read deep. on the fucking I'm Bible next deep. as well? I, I'm not being deep and meaningful, but it's, you know, it, you know, we've all been through shit, but I'll tell you what, ah, it's, uh, we we've had the laugh. We we, you've got to have a laugh in life. You've got to yeah, get up. Yeah. I, I you've got to get up and tackle a day as well. I used to lie in bed for days when I was struggling. I'll tell you that now. I yeah, couldn't get out you know of bed. What, you, 
he's playing with his willy. Yeah, uh, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> listen, Stuart, the, banter, the banter's gone, Mike. The banter's gone to me now. Um, yeah, listen, your inspiration, you've gone through shit as well. So, you know, you have, you have as well. I know, I know, yeah, but you know, we Thanks. look after each other, and that's why we keep going, yeah. Thanks for cheering me up, guys. Yeah, Kurt Angle. Yeah, no problem, Rachel. Not a problem. Mark Lloyd. Kurt Angle won a gold medal with a broken freaking neck. LOL. Yes, he did. And I would have he loved did, to have seen did. him. I would have loved to have seen him in MMA. But then Daniel Puden nearly made him look silly, didn't he, on Tough Enough? Because he was going to snap his arm on live TV. So there we yeah, go. Yeah, he should have Mark... snapped his arm as well. Uh, Mark Lloyd. Haha, playing with his willy. Yeah, fucking hell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so Maybe is that... Really... <laughs> yes. is that is that everything? Because I think we've I think caught that's... up. We've, we've I think that's one of the most heaviest and bumper on comments we've ever had. Um, just... Yeah, but you know what, Stuart? Let the, before we get into this, I know we're a bit over today, but. You know, people want to talk about Jake yeah, Paul. Yeah. Um, would... love, them, love them or hate him. Everyone's got an opinion. If you had told me two or three years ago we'd be talking about celebrity boxers and it'd get more comments than the actual, you know, legit fighters and professionals, I would have said bollocks like, but it no, it's a talking point. Isn't it? Now, I am made up for Dillian White here. T shirt, please. What yeah, was shirt to... plays with his willy? That, we need I to get. get... We need Big to get some T-shirts. We need to get some T-shirts done. Like, so if next you want a year, T-shirt, do it. next year, um, and everyone else is listening. We have spoke about it, so you know, ne- next year we'll we'll work on these other things. Get you a go to get some Big Fight Weekly T-shirts out there. We'll get them, we'll get them from, we'll get get them from Pins and Knuckles because the quality is really really good. I got this one here for Stuart as well. Lovely, lovely. And do you know what? I don't need to read the headline because it speaks for itself. But I am made the. I am made up that Dylan White is getting a shot. He deserves it. Um, he, he could be, he's got power. He's got power. Now, Tyson Fury is by far and away the favourite. He's going to be yeah. slicker. He's going to be slick against him. Wilder is the most feared puncher. But Dillian White could hurt Fury if he landed. He could hurt him. There is that variable in there. Tyson Fury is going to win the fight, I have no doubt. But it could be problematic. It could be, it could be a tricky one. Look at, look at Otto Valley. Otto Valin yeah, really yeah. did damage. If he, if he lands but you also one... you also look at Dante Wilder. Does he hit harder than uh, Dillian White? You've got to say yes. You'd say, you'd say yeah. But I think yeah. I think Dillian White's got more in his arsenal than what Dante Wilder has. So he yeah, deserves, I get where you're coming from. He deserves this, but then it's going to be Usyk and Joshua. And, and as Fury said, I won't face Joshua if he loses again to Usyk. So well, this kind is... of... Yeah. Kind of thrown it. It could throw it. That the pressure's on Joshua here now. Yeah, it is massively um, because Dylan I, White's come in. I thought he had an arbitration going on though at the moment. Yeah, Dylan yeah. White. It's it's had to it's it's had to go through the courts and all that. And I, you know what, mate? It's 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 ridiculous. He hasn't had his shot because he was mandatory. No, I you know, we agree. We've spoken about it, this. He lost mandatory to Povetkin. He avenged it. He absolutely, you know, he did so well in the rematch. I mean, it retired Povetkin. I know he was in his forties. I'm just so glad for White. Because I think he's underrated. I really, yeah. really did. He's a great boxer. He's a good boxer. You know, he really put Joshua into murky waters in that fight. He nearly had Joshua down. Uh, Joshua was cresting the wave, wasn't he, as well? Yeah, um, yeah. You know, he's had some big fights. He's took on he's took on some of the best in the division, Dillian White. And he's been waiting for this shot. I have some questions here from Rachel Cornell about um, right. this, this current fight. Lovely, lovely. Rachel Cornell, this might be a silly question. After Tyson Dillian and Usyk AJ, what's the final fight you think for Tyson? Chisora, wasn't it? He said. 
yeah, yeah, right, right at the end there, right at the end, it'd be Chisora. He had his list for like the next two years, what he was going to do. Yeah, um, yeah. He, he wants to sick. You know, I, I listened to Talk Sport, they had the boxing show. Gareth A. Davis was on it yesterday. They were talking at length. Yeah, your mate. So Gareth, Gareth A. Davis on there, Spencer Oliver. Great show on a Thursday afternoon. Well, yeah, about 11, half 11, maybe 12. Yeah. Really good, the, the boxing show on there. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, and they were just saying, like, you know, who's sick? It's not Usyk's a problem for them all. Even yeah. even Fury, even Fury. It's a chess match that fight, though, isn't it? Fury and Usyk. Oh my days! So many, so many great, you know, match matchups to be made. He said he only has two fights, so he might never see AJ. If AJ loses, if AJ loses again, which he is, he's going to lose again. That'll be it. He won't get Fury, and that fight will never have happened. Yeah, and that's going to be really no, disappointing nothing, if it never happens, isn't it? There's no impetus. There's no impetus for Fury if he loses again. What, what what's he doing? Like, you know, he's coming. Well, he's coming off two losses to fight yeah. the champion. But well, that's the thing, isn't it? Um, Tyson will win, I think. Tyson will own everyone. Then bow out. Yeah, well put, yeah. Isaac. Well, These well, are uh, our questions back about our merch, Stu, we're thinking about. Yeah, I will get in touch with Pins and Knuckles. I will get some prices. Yeah, and we're going uh, we'll to we'll have to speak to John with the yeah, logo yeah. just to get it looking, how it should look on a T-shirt. Uh, Rob, can, Rob's come back in here as well. Hey, Ramel, I would like to disagree with you, Stu. Kurt just pinned Puder because it was just a wrestling match, not a shoot. But Puder straight up gets Kurt's arm. If it was a straight shoot fight, Kurt all the way. Look, they were worried. They were worried. Don't Do not... Sleep on Daniel Puder in that moment. I'm telling you, he was going to yeah, snap his, his arm. arm. He, had his, he, he had his arm. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. That guy. He's a gobshite, Daniel Puder, because I've seen him in shoots. After he still mm. lives off that moment, like you know, 15, 16, 17 years later. He's yeah, a cock. But, he's a cock yeah. of a bloke. I don't like him. He never, he never had it. He hadn't. He had never had an MMA okay. career anyway. No, no, good, you know what I mean? no. But Kurt's arm. He had him in a vice-like grip, and there was problems. But yeah, look. What a fight this will be! You know, I'm glad. Yeah. I'm just, 100%. I am just. I keep saying it. I'm just chuffed for Dillian White, Chris. Well, we spoke about this. We spoke about it loads. Yeah, I do agree. I don't Fury, think he beats Fury though. Fury does respect him as much as he comes out and says things. He, he, they were I'm friends, sure though, weren't they? They trained yeah. together. Yeah, I think it's just good well to sell a fight, isn't it? Let's pretend Absolutely. to hate each other. Have we got anything else, Chris? Before we go. I think, uh, unless anyone's got anything right in a second, right. no, well, we're done. Vasily Lomachenko is fighting as well tomorrow, don't forget that. The former pound-for-pound yeah. pound king, he's coming back, he's getting himself ready. Uh, so he's fighting tomorrow night. We've got Chisora, Chisora Parker 2 on the 18th, yeah. Chris. It's a good fight. Um, M MMA-wise, Chris, anything just on, on scheduling that we can talk about that we're going to be previewing and going into uh, and analysing? What have we got I coming up? I think after this event, we've got Tom. I think Tom. Yeah, I think uh, Stephen Thompson's fighting. Um, Brilliant. I just can't. I just Brilliant. can't remember um, who he's fighting. Um, obviously, before we shoot Stuart, and we thank you all for your comments today. I uh, got a little announcement. Um, it, it, it well, don't panic. Um, but after next week's episode, me and Stuart are having a break uh, just for Christmas and New Year. Um, but we will. We'll. Definitely be back. We we're not. We're not saying that's it. This is it. We're just uh, going to enjoy our, you know, our families and like everyone's going through for Christmas and New Year's. You know, out, and we'll be back in January and we're back better than ever. Uh, but we for the you know for this year, I want to say thank you to all of you that come on the show, commented, had a bit of banter with us, disagreed with us. Um, you've made um, 
especially for me, if you've made my year, I never thought I could do something like this. And Stuart was the one that pushed me to, you know, do something like this. Uh, I usually just spent more time arguing Chris, with people on tw Twitter. Nobody, nobody's got the cohesion we've got. Like, I don't give it. And it's not, it's not me being arrogant saying that. I yeah. see people. I see people all the time doing shows. Anyone can do a show. Anyone can do shit. They have not got what we've got. Like, you know, we've been together. You know, cousins. We're cousins, but there's only three. We're only three months apart. Yeah. And you can't. You can't fake that. I see a lot of fakeness. I'm not downplaying anybody. Anyone can do it. Anyone can go on and do it. But we enjoy it. You know, uh, it's not. It's not arrogance. It's confidence. Like, and we've had. Yeah, we've, no, had yeah. an, we've had an implosion of downloads overnight. On, on, on audio form, haven't we, Chris? So we're I, did, well. yeah, I did see. I and, did see. And, it, and you, you needed a platform. Going back to you, you needed a platform because you, you, you know your knowledge is second to none. And uh, yeah, I no, really I, enjoyed. I really enjoyed today as well. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed the comments. I love. I love the whole Jake Paul thing. Um, it, it makes me laugh, even though I know a lot of people hate it. But you know, you've got you, <laughs> you've got a love to hate it, haven't yeah. you? Um, yeah. But yeah, going back is yeah. We're going to take a couple of weeks off after next yeah. week. So we will be an episode next week. But um, we're gonna obviously, like I say, everyone's gonna enjoy the Christmas. It's New Year's. Have a few drinks. Get pissed. You know, do whatever you do when you, you know, when it's, it's time of the year. But we'll be back in January, one hundred percent, and we'll be fucking rock and rolling again. Absolutely. So yeah, what anything anything to plug before we go, Chris? Uh, well, I've got one more comment. Excellent show, lads. Cheers, Isaac. Cheers, He's Isaac. in the gym. See, he'll listen in the gym. He will. It doesn't bother him. He can be in any setting. The Pat Man. Paul has already fought Mayweather. Why not fight the other biggest name of the last 20 years in Pacquiao? No, he's retired. Yeah, it's what a legendary career. Took on yeah. all comers. One, one, one of them. He's in the annals of time now, Pacquiao. One of the greatest. Should have fought, fought Floyd a bit earlier. but hey, Yeah, that, that was, was that uh, was too late. It was too late. But then, you know, it was just one of them things, wasn't it? Bloody contracts, boxing boards, different promoters. That's why it took so long. Mm. That's why this is why we don't get the fights. But yeah, Chris, any news, anything to plug before we shoot? Uh, no. Um, but hey, I just got to say quickly, our lovely uh, kickoff of our Everton last week did did as well for Monday, didn't it? <laughs> did not did not agree with the twenty seven minute thing. I'm telling you now, that's uh, not that's that's not about the, it's the love of the badge. Forget what the players were doing. I didn't agree with it. Um, I, I didn't agree with enough. it. That's turning, you, that's that's turning you back on the club. Forget what the play is. I know the performances weren't there. Uh, I, I've sat in a seat when we've been losing 6-1 at a game at home before now, and I stayed till the very end. It's not... You, you love the club first and foremost. I don't think it was about uh, the players. Though, was it? it was more, it, more against the, the board. board the it? board, yeah. it, it was. but it, And it re-energised the crowd. There's no question of that, because the, the atmosphere was brilliant. But Yeah, it, uh, needs, to be more, I it just, needs to be more like that. Need more like just, that. It's just circumstances, people. They want to be like, I, it's just the way it's gone. But hey ho, yeah, we won. And uh, hopefully, go and check out Damari Gray's goal and have it on repeat. Yeah. He was the only one against Liverpool who played half decent as I well. I totally agree. Yeah. yeah. So there we go, Chris. And uh, yeah, episode 100 is still out. Shoe Dressing Podcast. Yeah, and I, still uh, watch it. And I tagged oh, everyone. I tagged everyone who'd been on the show. On yeah, I Facebook. Say. I did it in two posts because you got blocked. So yeah, thank you for that. Episode 101 will be out soon. The Christmas episode with Dave Faulkner, who was a guest on this show. Master yeah. grappler. He, he grappled for years. Um, he's incredible, Dave. I'm, I get to see him at Superstar Pro tomorrow. Dave, Dave's one hell of a guy. Chris will yeah, attest fantastic. to that. Love him. We I will, love Dave Faulkner. 
he was on the ultimate fighter as well, Chris will tell you. Yeah. Uh, he was, if he didn't have the staff infection, he would have gone far because he's grappling. He's grappling yeah, with second to no money. Yeah. He he's a, what a character, Stuart. What a character. All Bisping's big camps, he was training with him. So that tells you everything. But yeah, that's coming out. That'll be the Christmas episode with wrestler, grappler, former Ultimate Fighter alumni, Dave Faulkner. And uh, yeah, this has been episode 42 of Powered4.tv Big Fight Weekly. And a big thank you to John and Rich, actually, before we go. Thank you very much, lads. Thank you very much, as always. And uh, we will see you either Monday or Tuesday. We haven't decided yet. We all know when we know. <laughs> right, we'll see you next week. Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday. I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.